still don't know what the film is. This is exciting. It's October. It's October. Spooky month. <laughs> My Scary birthday month. month. I don't care. No one does. <laughs> Why would... Are you trying to fish for some presents or something? Basically. What do you want? I don't know. Put it There's down. Blu-rays on the desk. <laughs> You're not getting... I'll that's just take that's those. my stuff. Thanks. No, uh, no, no. It listeners, was, listeners, it was your stuff. Listeners, create a birthday list right now for the listeners to buy you. Create a birthday list. A creative birthday list, yes. Um, Batman v Superman Ultimate Cut. <laughs> Three hours, non-stop brilliance. Just multiple, multiple versions. Just so I can watch each one. And, and it gets increasingly check. longer. <laughs> and also the films do. I mean, what what else am I supposed to do until Justice League gets here, you know? Suicide Squad. Until Suicide Squad gets out on Blu-ray. You know? It's late already, I'm sure. You'll be able to pick up a pirate copy, it's fine. Oh, that's... I watch a pirate version this. of Suicide Squad. A bunch of pirates get together to fight an evil foe. It's one played by, um... David Tennant. Or does he, no, he plays Darwin, doesn't he? What? The pirates in an event. Pirates. Oh in my an gosh, you're going for Hardman. Yeah. I was trying to work out when has David Tennant popped up as a pirate. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was Darwin in that, wasn't he? Wasn't that Paul Bettany? Isn't he always obligated to play Darwin at every opportunity? Is he? When Mas- did he play Master and Commander and Creation. Uh, but you didn't play Darwin in X Men First Class. Not the right skin tone. <laughs> <laughs> So, hi. Black people die first. <laughs> to Marvel, black lives do not matter. That's what you're saying. That's what Marvel is saying. Okay. Don't look at me. Feige, bring it. No, Feige's not involved in that, is he? It's Marvel. Yeah, it's but under it's, the banner of Marvel. He has to explain it's himself. It's mainly under the banner of Fox. Yeah, it's mainly. Under, well, I'm, not, I'm not getting involved with Fox. <laughs> so I, I can't get involved oh, yeah, with the banner yeah. of Fox. So it has to fall to Marvel. Okay. Who I don't have any connections with whatsoever. So. Why, Kev? Why? <laughs> and also, welcome to Are You Movie Mad? Yes. The podcast with a title that asks the question to Johnny. Me. Is, is he movie mad as he goes on Twitter? I am. That's why. Yeah. But are you? We're seven seven weeks in now. This is the eighth. Eight, eight weeks this in. This is the eighth episode, an experience onto itself. And you, like, I've always been movie mad. I don't I believe you. Be... I do not believe why you. Why don't you believe me? Because I'm Victor Meldrew. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> oh boy, that's uh, going a long way. <laughs> Let's get the Keeping Up Appearances references out as well, guys. So what film were we watching this week? Well, I said a highly acclaimed comedy that yes. I'm not sure you will enjoy. So. Do you know what's annoying? Like, the listeners know what uh, what we're doing this week, but I still don't know. Sure, you see the title. Yeah, they've but... seen the title. At this point, I'm still... No, Nowhere. I picked it off the shelf. Yeah, tried to hide it from you as coolly as I possibly could. Yeah, I'll go behind my back. Yeah, where's it going to be just... next? <laughs> oh, what's that in your ear? Oh, oh wow! Oh, oh yay! More Nicolas Cage. It's adaptation. Yeah, yeah. And isn't it double double Nicolas Cage? I don't know. I You'll feel have like to it find is. out when you watch the film. Oh, I've seen it back. Or you look at the back <laughs> and you spoil it for yourself. Yeah, yeah. But, yes, I am very much looking forward to this. I uh, don't know what to expect. Spike Jones. Yep. Spike Jones. Wait. <laughs> Spike yeah. Jones of her, right? And not Spike Lee. Miracle <laughs> at St. Anna. Yeah, that's Spike Jones. Who, uh, I'm, I'm getting the hang of it. <laughs> bamboozled Spike Jones. Right. Um, no Better Blues is Spike Jones. He Got Games, Spike Jones. Nope. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Hates Clint Eastwood. Annoyed with Tarantino. Spike Jones. Spike Jones isn't, isn't the one that's annoyed with Tarantino. That's what you Spike, said. That's... Yeah, I know, but I got mixed up. We got it on record as well, so... Yeah, but we can just delete it. But I have um... not deleted it. You, <laughs> listeners know I've not deleted it. And now I'm making sure you know. We're going to watch Denzel Washington in Black Bladaptation. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> he plays Jesus. And it's about an adaptation of Very Jesus' forward. life in Brooklyn. Very forward thinking. Mm. In Brooklyn? Yeah. Spotlight. <laughs> Boston. It's Boston. But you know what? I'm fucking awful at this. There are paedophile priests everywhere. Yeah. I think we Did saw see the list? at the end <laughs> the five minutes of ongoing. It was like it was a Kickstarter and these were the people who had helped kickstart. Wait. Except they did kind of help kickstart the projects in the worst <laughs> way possible. Oh my god. I didn't even think about it that <laughs> they way. They cockstarted the project. 
Oh, no. Do you think they were in the thanks at the end? Because they were at the beginning, and then thanks again to these particular priests. Just, just the general, the church. <laughs> just the Cheers, God. It's end of the end. <laughs> a bit. It was, it was the UK version. Oh, duh. If they didn't say that when they won the Oscar, <laughs> I just want to thank I God. I want to thank God for, for whom none of this would have happened. <laughs> who were a bit nancy. <laughs> No, we should be nice to priests. My friend's about to become one. Well, oh. about to. He's like six years away. Nope. Do you know what that means? Training. No, no. He's six years away, which means his first, <laughs> predat- his first prey he's, has just been born. He's, he's picking them out. And, and he's just going to the eternity ward and going, probably, you're my first. We're going to be best friends. He's probably listened to this. I'm so sorry, Andrew. I don't mean not you, Andrew. I know two Andrews. No, I know. No, there's not there's another Andrew, Andrew who would dare do that there's kind of thing. Andrew. There's only one Andrew in this room that, in, in your world that would dare <laughs> touch children appropriately. Apparently. <laughs> oh. Wow, we've gone down a dark road. Wow. Like a lot of people did in Spotlight. <laughs> because it was said at night time for half uh. of it, and they were driving in their cars. What were you thinking, you horrible <laughs> human being? So adaptation. What do you see on the front cover of Adaptation? <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so it's Charlie Kaufman and Donald Kaufman, who's, I'm assuming they're brothers. Mm-hmm. Ah, which explains the uh, the double Nicolas Cage. I have a feeling that they're brothers, maybe twins. I don't know, maybe identical twins. Could we go that far? I don't know. We'll but find if it, out. If there's Nicolas Cage and Nicolas Cage, if they're not identical twins, that'd be weird, wouldn't it? Or unless they're yeah, just people. Clones. The Island. Face off two. Face. Off to so, right, the streets. Uh, it's all typed out in... I don't know what the font is, but it's... Koryunu. Uh, Koryunu. Mm-hmm. That's a script, script font. font. Yeah. Um, and all we have on the front is a plant pot which has got Nicolas Cage's face, but it's broken. Sorry, Nicolas Cage's face. face. His face is off. off. And it's on the plant pot, but it's all like shattered at the bottom. Mm-hmm. So we can see his nose, but we can't see his lips, and we can see his eyes. And there's hair on the sides as well. Oh, hair. <laughs> I love hair. Long. He loves when the wind is Beautiful hair. My favourite musical. <laughs> I'm starring in a production tomorrow in Bath in my castle. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know what to expect from this. Mel Streep is in this. Meryl That's Streep. interesting. And Chris She's Cooper. An actress. He's an actor. Maniacal laugh. Yeah, it's what he does. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah, I. It gives you no hints. Yeah, no hints. No clues. I'm what? assuming he doesn't. That's not actually in the film where his, unless it's like some sort of weird dream sequence where his, I mean, his face it's, is. It's Kaufman, so it could be stop motion. You've seen Anomalisa. Yeah. I don't, don't give that face. You know, Anomalisa was one of the greatest films. It was, and no, I know it was it good. Hurt so much. It was good. I, so I, I might give it another watch. Actually, I only watched it twice. Um, yeah, maybe after we've watched Adaptation, I'll show you Anomalisa again. I'll recreate every scene from Anomalisa for you. <laughs> In stop motion. In st- that, that, Do I, I have to move you around? You have to move me around <laughs> so the shower scenes can be fun. <laughs> but guess what? You're every other face. <laughs> So, so what um, do you think adaptation is? Right, um I think it's gonna be a much more personal um screenplay from the Kaufman brothers, I'm assuming. Um and yeah, so I think it's gonna be very autobiogra- autobiographical. But I don't know what to expect other than that. It's gonna be about two brothers who are Screenwriters, I have a feeling. Okay. Um, the name? Adaptation. Yeah. And you They're working that? on an adaptation for a script um, for, a, you know... See, if it was... If it was made sooner... Like, if it was made... it was If it was newer than it is, because this is 2002? 2002, yeah. Um, I would have said they're working on an adaptation for a young adult novel. Because okay. I think that would have been the thing to do, but I don't think they would have done it at this point. Right. Um, but it will be an adaptation of a book, I'm just guessing, of a best-selling book um, that they're trying to make in 
onto the screen. And what makes it cinematic in any way? Nicolas Cage. Yeah. <laughs> so where do you reckon Meryl Streep and Chris Cooper come in? Uh, I think Chris Cooper feels like he could be a an agent of some sort. Okay, so they're, they're agents. Yeah. But... Um, or possibly the writer of this book that they're ad- adapting. Okay. And um, Streep? Meryl Streep, I feel like she's, she'll probably be the... She the plays love, herself. The love interest. Oh, she could play herself. That would be an interesting... But I think the love interest would be the main, my main idea. To whom? Um, both Nicholas Cage. It's a love triangle. Okay, so is there jealousy in that? And she really can't choose between either one because, like, they both look and talk and sound exactly the same on Ben. Nah, I sound different to my brother. Nah, I sound really different to my brother. No, I sound different to my <laughs> mom. No, I don't think so. That's it for 90 yeah. minutes. <laughs> yeah. Fill the wind in my hair. I'm free. I'll put the body back in the box. No, I put the body back in the box. No, stop talking about it. Okay. In 5.1. <laughs> yeah, I'm over here. Now I'm over here. Now I'm over here. I'm, over here. I'm interested to see who else is going to be in it. Because all I know is these three. These three. Four, if you count Nicolas Cage twice. Which we don't. We count him as um, one glorious human being who can do so many things at the same time. Oh, he's more than just one human being. He is... He is all of us. He is... I'm every cage. It's all in me. <laughs> um, but I'm interested to see, yeah, who else will Anyone be popping up. Anyone you can pick up, like, have a guess, wild guess. Um, I mean, you don't know much about Spike Jones's work in the first place, but, is no. it, but in, just in general, anyone. Be good if Seymour Hoffman... I'll write down, in case. Just masturbating in the back. <laughs> sure. Oh, maybe he's uh, the guy who's when towards the end yeah. when they've made the film and they're putting up the posters. They need glue for the posters. <laughs> Guys, I'm doing the marketing campaign on my own. My brother's left me to go with Mel Streep. I'm really jealous. I just want to put the posters up, but I've got no glue. What am I to do? Guy over on the street, what can I do? Oh, I can help you out. Oh, exactly. oh, what was your brother's girlfriend wearing? Oh, 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 oh. Oh, that's good. That's good. It tastes so nice. I've got a dog. I'm going to let him lick it. Exactly. And that was Happiness, adapted <laughs> by me. How long ago was Happiness now? Oh, was it? About a month ago. week three, right? It was week three yeah. on this journey. <laughs> it will never end. It will never end. That's, never that's end. why we do these films. Happiness some of them, never ends. Happiness will never leave us. Happiness, where are you? Right here. In your heart. I just want to touch your chest. Who doesn't? Oh. Yeah, I'll do it as well. <laughs> and me. Oh, let me touch it. <laughs> I immediately get to go to Philip Seymour Hoffman. But yeah, I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking forward to adaptation. Yeah? Yeah. Good. So we'll go and watch it. Yeah? 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 yeah. yeah. No. Yeah? Maybe? Yeah? I don't know. Yeah? Yeah? Yeah. 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 Let's do this. <laughs> Are you Nicholas Cage? Yeah. I'm Nicholas Cage. What is, what's your name? Yeah. You've got to say it. Yeah, yeah, I'm Cage. yeah, that's right. Let's do this. Susan, we would really like to option this. You want to make it into a movie? I want to know what it feels like to care about something passionately. Don LaRoche is a tall guy, sharply handsome. The book has no story. There's no story. Make one up. Okay, we open with LaRoche. No, we open at the beginning of time. Okay, we open with LaRoche. Hey! He's a white man. We open on Charlie Kaufman. Fat, bald, ugly, paces. I've written myself into my screenplay. That's kind of weird, huh? I just don't want to ruin it by making it a Hollywood thing. It's like I don't want to cram in sex or guns or car chases or characters overcoming obstacles to succeed in the end. People find love. People lose it. Every day, someone somewhere takes a conscious decision to destroy someone else. Adaptation. Adaptation. Damn. Kaufman. That was... Uh, Kaufman-esque. Yeah, that was... That was really... I can't even find a word for it. It's... It's an adaptation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a... Is your mind sufficiently fucked? Yeah, it was a really... It, it was a mind fuck. Mm. That's, that's the word. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. like... Yeah, I was about... 
probably not even halfway through, and I was like, wait, are we going to be watching the film as he's writing the film? It was strange, man. <laughs> um, is his brother actually dead? I don't know how much of it is true. It were he got he got his Oscar and he dedicated it to Donald. Oh wow! Mm. No, wait, that that didn't happen. It did no fuck off? It did not. It was a tribute. He paid tribute to his brother. Wait, no, it didn't happen like it happened in the film. No one. The date. The details are sketchy. But what? That's all true mm. about the. He was going to adapt that. No, I don't. Don't do that to me because I was <laughs> fool. I know. Jesus. Oh, do, you me, do you want me to give you... Yeah, give me the background. Okay, right, there's no Donald. There's no Donald. There's no Donald. That's just Charlie in his mind. Oh, oh yeah, else. no, that rang as well, actually. I think I'd heard about that before. Yeah. Um, There is no The Three. Right. Not, I was trying bad. to think maybe it was a different name and I was trying to think no, if there was, was a film. <laughs> um, was there actually... Was he trying to adapt a book? This is a book. This is the... This is... As, as the start, it says. Yeah. Based on the orchestra. Orchid Thief by Susan Orlean. Yeah. It is It is the book adaptation of that book. Right, so it was... It is the adaptation of The, Orc, the Orchid Thief. Thief. Right. This is, the, this is that book adaptation. But all around it is him. Is he in the book? He's not in the he's book. He's not in the book, no. He's, he was, you know, he's, he's adapting a book. And thus in the film, he's, made, he's written a film about him adapting the book. Because the book isn't... Adaptable. That's what adaptable. Right. Okay. Yeah. Total mindfuck. Um, <laughs> this is... Yeah. Mm. I did, like... Um, well, I spotted Carter Burwell. Yep. Um, her name. Because I... Is it her? Her. Right? I don't know what other credits he's done. Him. Okay. <laughs> he could have done her. I assume he did her, actually. Um... No, uh, True Grit is what I know him from. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yes, because, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a lot of Coen Brothers films to get through. Yes. Yeah. Thus, he's not um, as familiar. But, yeah, I liked the opening, being on the set of, of John Malkovich. I was expecting... Being on the set of John Malkovich is a great film. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I you thought... go through a portal and you'll spend 15 minutes in, on the set of John Malkovich before you're thrown out. I thought it, I thought it was going to show him just having a huge meltdown and going absolutely crazy. What Malkovich? Yeah, because it started off with him just going, everyone shut the fuck up. Yeah. Let's get this done. And I was hoping that... And you know Nicolas Cage and John Malkovich together in a room always ends well. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Nicolas Cage was in the background just putting the bunny back in the box. Um, Welcome to Adaptation, is what he says. When uh, when Tilda Swinton popped up, Tilds, oh Tilda, I thought it was Jodie Foster for a split second. Yeah. She does look like Jodie Foster. She? Yeah, I thought she did. You got weird eyes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I love your eyes, but they're, they're weird. <laughs> they have Jodie Foster vision. I mean, you <laughs> I see know, things I... like you watch The Beaver all the time. <laughs> I love Jodie Foster's Beaver. You love um... her Money Monster. <laughs> oh, Money Monster. Such an awful name. <laughs> she truly was the brave one. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, so... <laughs> yeah, I, I want to let you sit and think about this one for a while. Really try and work out yeah. how you're... Because it's, 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 it's tough. Gregory Itzin, wasn't it? That's not a name that's relevant. It is. Because he is um, from 24, season 5, as many will know. Oh boy, everyone, did and you look, last that long? We've brought back 24 in the in the show. Yay. 24. He also popped back up in season 8, I believe. Yes. But you, his, you're looking at me as his, if to give you... He was, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, you remember that. Yeah. All um, the times I've watched 24 after season 3. Ugh. I'm on season 3 at the moment. Yeah, we watch. good. And after that, it was like, oh, what are we doing here? Same old shit, different day? Yes. You know why, you know why season three was good? Because it brought one of the best characters of the show in. Chloe O'Brien. Yeah. Marks are knocked down now. Less good. <laughs> Damn it, Chloe. Oh. <laughs> um, but I digress. Um, good. 
digress back yeah, to... Yeah, he's only in it for a blink and you'll miss it anyway. So, so why are we giving him more screen time in this because podcast? Because he deserved then? more screen time. Don't even know. No. He did. Not Once I saw cast. him. Once I saw him, I was like, oh, oh. And then he didn't even say anything, anything I don't believe. Good. And I thought they were going to at least bring him back into it. No. People aren't relevant. No one's relevant. Was that you or me? That was me. How was that? Because I've got a second phone. Oh, well, I have two phones. I was thinking my phone was off. Just not professional, really, is it? Honestly, stop telling um... everyone that. <laughs> it's not fair. It's just it's just a notification on of, from Twitter telling me that I had already t- just tweeted about nine lives. So another account on my Twitter account would say, "Hey, you should notice that this guy's watched nine lives." <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> Anyone remember that film? Why did we, we why did we watch it in October? Because it was a very family friendly time and we want to get ready for Halloween. We want to become cats ourselves. I'm going as a cat on Halloween. That's what makes it so genius. That's what makes it so perfect. Perfect. You just watched it. I know, but I just tried to drill it well out of my mind. And I and now I'm my mind's all fucked up because of this film. I can make your mind fucked up. <laughs> um so but, what is this film? God fucking knows. It's well, God is doesn't exist because adaptation is a thing. <laughs> right. So Nicholas Page. Nicholas Page. Nicholas Cage plays. No, I'm a writer. I'm an author. My screen. My pen name is Nicholas Page. I've never suspected of me. <laughs> Nicholas Cage plays. It was the best of times. It was the cagiest of times. <laughs> Nicholas Cage was a stunning man with a locked jaw. In my younger and more cagier cagier (laughs) days. So he plays Charlie Kaufman. Kaufman. And then Nicholas... Why am I... Nicholas Cage plays Charlie Kaufman. And then Nicholas Cage Cage. plays... I've got nipples, but he doesn't. He's nippleless. He's nippleless Cage. Plays Donald. Yeah. Twiddle my nipples. You can't. They don't exist. Ooh. It's a fetish. Um, I adapt to survive without <laughs> nipples. And he's trying. Right, he's he's just off the success of. Um, They're shooting being John Malkovich. Yeah, it's got hype. Is this, was that his first? Yes, yeah, right. So yeah. it's his first feature. Right. He did, he worked in TV. He was a sitcom writer for. Uh, okay. Um, stuck in those writers' rooms, trying to be interesting and engaging in a world that is locked into. Ha 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 ha! Every five seconds, it's tough to survive. I miss friends. Everybody loves Raymond. I love Raymond. Everybody does. Everybody does. Um, but yeah, so he's he's trying to find his next film, and he's found a book. He's not found it. He's being pitched. He's, he's pitching for. He is pitching a book. He's an adaptation he... that has a, fil- a book that has been optioned. Oh right, so he didn't like. He didn't fight for oh, it. Right, okay. No, I thought he. He's vying it. for the opportunity to become. Right. Okay. Got him. Attached um, to the project. That's how the which is, works. Which is written by Mel Streep. Susan Orlean. Susan Orlean. New Yorker writer reporter. Yep. Who found Chris Cooper? Does she exist? Susan Lee. Yeah. yeah. And was she a drug addict? For the sake of the film, yes. For the sake... Okay, right. This is so... Con- I'm going to be looking into this afterwards, like, properly researching and seeing what the fuck happened. I love watching this film and thinking of conversations that everyone must have had to make sure everything was fine. Yeah. To put it into this film in a dramatic sense. Yeah. Because <laughs> until five, ten minutes ago, I honestly thought that Donald Kaufman was... Dead. Real and had died, and you were, you were crying over Donald Kaufman's death before yep. you realised you were crying over the fact that Donald Kaufman will never exist. <laughs> maybe, maybe he was there, and it's just been sort of Charlie's weird. covered it up. Yeah, Charlie's covered it up. Okay, exactly. Where's Spike in all of this? Is he helping cover it up, or is he still trying to find out what's at the bottom of the mystery himself? He's busy working on um, being John Malkovich, isn't he? I mean, now when he was making oh, this now. Film. After after he, oh, after right, that right film now, done, um, oh, no, right, yeah, no, right now. What what's Spike Jones doing right now? Is he hanging out with Johnny Knoxville? He's um no, he's trying to make love to Siri. Oh boy, 
Siri Appleby from yeah. Girls. <laughs> Start off Unreal. <laughs> um, oh boy. So, right, so he's trying to write this script and it's just his whole whole film is him trying to write it and then finding different ways to start it even though it already started then about three quarters of the way through then he starts it with the scene we've already seen like he doesn't he he describes the scene we we saw at first yes it's so fucking mind and then he also describes the scene that he writes and then describes writing that scene as he's writing it oh man you go four levels deep at that point yeah this is just it's genius mm-hmm. it is genius yeah. but it's mind bendingly just it's layered yeah you've really got to focus up yeah yeah um, and hey Charles Darwin popped up mm. at first I thought it was just going to be in a audio book and then, then real life and yeah flashbacks. that's a real Charles Which Darwin I, I thought it was some archival footage. It's, it's not um not Paul David Bettany. Tennant. But it wasn't Paul Bettany. It was David Tennant. No, it, David Tennant in that. Paul Bettany in both Martin oh, Commander yeah, Fast of the World sorry. and Creation. Those are ones I've not seen. Don't. Okay. They're not. No, they're one, not saw, no one saw Creation. God saw it. He's still seeing it to this day. That's wrong. <laughs> There's no such thing. We're talking about Spotlight again. It's just wrong. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I... I don't want to... Should I... No, it's not. It's too early to answer the question. But um, what were your favourite parts of the film? I love the Donald Kaufman elements. I did like their... Interactions. I, what I love so much about it is it's clearly, you know, Charlie is trying to find a scapegoat for the back of his mind for what is accepted in screenwriting and against what he is and try and battle it out. I just love those segments. So, sort of like, um, what was that film that came out was it last year about the writer who had his other side um, and he liked Battenberg Cake? Lady in the Van. I never saw it. Oh, that that has the same sort of oh boy. idea, I think. Okay. Which is pretty fun, but this one's so much better. <laughs> Wait, does Lady on the Van not end with uh, Alan Bennett in the film <laughs> writing the first letters in the page of the uh, novella, the short story that would become Lady in the Van? And then mm. we follow that page as it gets taken into a book form and then it gets sold on to a producer no. who <laughs> says, I know who can play the Lady in the Van. Dame Maggie Smith, cut to Dame Maggie Smith sitting, standing there going, I would love to meet the woman who played the lady, who is the lady in the van. And then she has a split screen herself, meeting herself as the lady in the van. Like, oh, lovely. Oh, you're an old bint, aren't you? You stupid old dame slap. <laughs> cut to credits. Is that not how it ends? Because that's how I pictured it ending in my mind. That's how it begins. Oh, wow. This is really bold. And then it flashes back. Well, oh. flashes. So, flashes back slash flashes forward. Wait, what we're seeing in the entire film of the Lady of the Man isn't actually the, la- the story of the Lady of the Man, it's the story of the making of the Lady of the Man, the movie, as the movie. It's actually the story of the Battenberg. That's that's the real story. So what's, who, who is the, who's Battenberg? Who plays Battenberg? The Battenberg is... it Christopher um, No, it's all CG, so it's uh, no, Andy but, Circus. Voice. Oh. But voice-wise, is it still Andy? Still Andy Circus. Hello, doing his. No, no, he's doing his Caesar voice. This... <laughs> So, <laughs> but Eddie Caesar from um, Rise, not Dawn. Is it Dawn or Rise? Which one? Dawn, he talks a lot more. Yeah. So he's all like, so yabba, 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 yeah. gosh, we get it, Caesar. When he plays um, Fred Flintstone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he starts bowling down apes and he goes, hey, Bond, ape don't kill other apes. I don't know, Fred. It's only him from the first one, so... And then the ape falls down. No. All the apes fall down in a pins, and then they get back up again, and someone look, and they look to the camera, and they go, It's a living! <laughs> in unison. <laughs> Stoned. Stoned. So the out the apes. I don't know how you'd turn that into a film. But I just pitched it. There we go. There we go. This is brilliant. Yeah. Get Fox on the call. 
Well, if we had Fox on the court, they would certainly take it up. They would. We have been talking up twenty four so much, right? Yeah, and we can't say anything bad about them anyway. Right. It's, it's look, <laughs> they've got War of the Planet of the Apes next year. Ooh. The year afterwards, Flintstones of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, it just it just makes sense. Time is cyclical the anyway. Second time, the second Stone Age. Yeah, exactly. The yeah. world has gone to crap, so obviously cavemen will come back. Yeah, and evolve again. And suddenly, you know, the, these are apes who have evolved into humans. So, so some will of these people. So yeah. this is this is Fred Flintstone and Barney Rubble. Will it be an updated version? So, um, well, yeah, they'll be hip hop. <laughs> the get down. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, will uh, will Fred Flintstone be wearing instead of the? It's, it's a tiger, isn't it? He wears basically. Is it a leopard? Leopard. I think it was tiger. It's or it's it's orange with brown spots. Yeah, spots, not stripes. Tigers are oh, right, okay. But would he be instead wearing Caesar? No, because he's evolved. Just black fur. He's evolved from... Caesar. Oh, right. Well, okay. he, well he's evolved from smart apes. Okay. Because we all evolved from apes. Yeah. Johnny, you're an ape. No, God created us as all. Spotlight. <laughs> and so what would happen <laughs> is... Do you, know, do, you know how they, do you know how they teach that to kids? They pound it in them. What do they do with deaf children? Do they do sign language? <laughs> they use all their fingers. <laughs> uh, if we don't come back next week, you know why. The Pope has got us. I don't know what like the things you say. I'm now Italian for some reason. Hey, Mario. Why don't we uh, do something about these uh, AP priests? We should get the podcasters instead. They are the ones who are committing the biggest sin. Anything happens to us happens to us. Get Michael Keaton. He can sort it all out. And Mark Ruffalo. And Mark Ruffalo. And Mark Rachel Ruffalo McAdams. Can, Mark Ruffalo can scream and shout about. And the guy who's not any of those three, but is I guess famous on some sort of stage, probably because he's not famous in movie terms. And the one who's just in the background going, oh, "Who's he from Inglorious Bastards?" Yeah, that's the guy. The yeah. guy who's always in the background going. Who is he? Is he yeah, from yeah. Bastards? It's like, no, you're thinking of Eli Roth, and that's Mark Ruffalo. You're crazy. Like, oh, he's Mark Ruffalo. Why is he working at the Boston Globe? Oh, he's not Mark Ruffalo, Mark Ruffalo. Act in the movie. Oh, a movie? Now I thought I'm... we were reading Priests here. I just... Screaming Priests, what are you doing? Spotlight 2. The revenge just comes to you. coming soon. <laughs> oh, there's been an inferno in my pants. <laughs> in 3D. <laughs> Um, <laughs> do you know what? I would love every film to be like three uh, D, to be like adaptation. Yeah. So it's not actually the story, but it's the story <laughs> about the story, which turns out to be the story, but it's still about the story about the story. Good. And, Let's yeah. have an example. What what film are you thinking of right now that you'd love to see? Um. <laughs> well, you I, can't I think would, of an example. No, yeah, That's no, a worry. I, I'm trying Nine to think lives. of a good. <laughs> Jesus. Five writers in a room who are trying to write a movie about Kevin Spacey and then try and pitch to Kevin Spacey that he should play a cat. But he already is a cat. What if he already is turned into a cat and they're trying to pitch Kevin Spacey who is unconscious <laughs> while his cat self is trying to warn <laughs> everyone off the project entirely so the project would collapse. <laughs> and that's the threat. The project will somehow succeed because of the power of five writers stuck in a room together writing a film about Kevin Spacey as a cat. Let's make it happen. That's what makes it perfect. <laughs> I was thinking uh, Reservoir Dogs. Go on, pitch it. Because you're wearing the shirt. I am wearing the shirt. You are shamelessly yes. wearing the shirt. You are plugging this independent film no one's heard of. Uh, is it is it on VOD and in cinemas now? Where can we find it? This this small film you're talking about. Um, You can find it in the atmosphere. Oh, is it in Dolby Atmos? Yeah. Okay, right. 7.1. Yeah. With extra four rear channels for atmosphere and uh Everyone in-depth. needs four rear channels. Spotlight. <laughs> Everything comes back to Spotlight. That is my favourite that's song. The, uh, that's the meaning of life. Monty Python. Monty Python made Spotlight. Yeah. 42. <laughs> don't ask me what it's about, but 42. It's about Jackie Robinson. <laughs> don't don't ask me what the 42 is for. But... Well, it's because he was playing number 42. 42 fist. What? He, he could fit 42 inches of baseball bat. Yeah. Harley Quinn's face, baseball bat. <laughs> Wow, we've steered, of course. Jackie Robinson was Daddy's <laughs> little monster all along. Pitch me Reservoir Dogs, Reservoir Dogs. as um, adaptation. 
it would just be Tarantino in a diner screaming and ranting about how to write this. And then um, he would get caught up in a diamond heist in between right. his trying to write this film. And then he'd be in this uh, in this warehouse mm-hmm. watching someone who looks a lot like Michael Madsen. So maybe that's who, he sh- who should play him in the film. I don't know. Um, so yeah, but is he, is he related? Is he with anyone at any point in the film trying to work with them to create something? Is uh, no, Bender he's there? just in the corner. Fastbender. Lawrence Bender. Oh, Lawrence Bender. Sorry, Jesus. I got excited. You said Fastbender, and I got excited. Yeah, I can That's, see that right yeah. now. Just spotlight my eye. <laughs> human tripod, Michael Fastbender. Hashtag human tripod, Michael Fastbender. I'm making that. Uh, I'm making that hashtag. You're making hashtag. yourself happen. Yeah. Yeah. Just thinking about him. Um, Lawrence Bender. No, Lawrence Bender wouldn't be there. He's Tarantino's just in the corner, like with his notebook. Um, in the spotlight. Vigorously. Losing his religion. <laughs> vigorously scribbling. Sure, scribbling. Yep. Yep. Scribbling yep. while staring at women's feet. Yep. <laughs> Vigorous. And that's the film. Yeah. That's it. Yep. That seems kind of like, I don't know, I thought it'd be more conflict. Oh no, you don't want a conflict. I think film. you need to have more drama. No, 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 no. I want, no, no. I want, no voiceover. Oh. <laughs> Don't have a goddamn Deus Ex Machina, please. But no, you can't. I look, think things happen every day. Yeah, but that's I think life. you should just have a film when nothing happens. That's not. That's not. Why are you wasting my two hours? Why the fuck are you wasting my two hours? <laughs> I was going to try and think. I was going to say says the guy who was in X Men Three, but was he in X Men Three? No. He wasn't. He was in X2, X-Men yeah. United. But he did he not even pop up in X-Men 3? Striker, I don't know. No. Wait, did he pop up in um, Wolverine Origins? No, they just kept it to... It's a different uh, Striker. They just kept it to thingy, Danny Houston. Oh, yeah. Hey there, Danny, Danny Houston, Danny, Danny Houston, we love you. <laughs> and I, Danny, Danny Houston, Danny, Danny Houston, love you too. <laughs> no. Is that in the credits? Yeah, that's the, that's the credits for the movie Danny, Danny Houston. <laughs> It's about Danny Houston, who becomes a car. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Come sit on me. I'm a car. I'm also suave, sophisticated, and tall. Danny Houston. I do it all. He's also the child catcher. Spotlight. <laughs> one, um, one of my favourite lines. Like Donald's wonderful adaptation of Spotlight. <laughs> one of my... I guess I've got a fig wazzle in your fun, Marble. <laughs> They call me the big friendly priest. Come and see why. You're in priest country now, kid. The BFP. Yeah. <laughs> big fucking penis. Oh, Queenie. Oh, a big fucking penis. <laughs> what are you going to do? Are you going to fart all over me? That should, they did, should have put that in the BFG. Him going to the loo. Yeah, might, might as well. They could have had farts enough. They might as well have had a shit. Yeah. Just for dunk. <laughs> Where's that? His cock coming up. Yeah. <laughs> Just squashing children with it. <laughs> That's how they should have ended it. But yeah. Lucy just... <laughs> just squished to death by penis. Thank you, Disney. Disappears inside the foreskin. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, wait. You, th- you don't think he's circumcised? You think giants don't snip? No, I don't think so. <laughs> giants don't snip. Coming to BBC Two. Giants don't snip. Hashtag the BFG. <laughs> Tweet it. Tweet it to Spielberg. Find him and say, do hash- hashtag oh. Giants don't snip. <laughs> That's a film that exists for some reason. But um, my favourite line of adaptation, mm-hmm. one of my favourite lines is... Uh, oh, you've got so many. All right. It's like a brain factory in here. As... Uh, as Maggie Gyllenhaal. Maggie Gyllenhaal. Makeup artist of being John Malkovich. Yep. New boy girlfriend of Donald Kaufman. Yep. Talking to Donald and Charlie Kaufman, both writing screenplays. <laughs> we haven't even mentioned Donald Kaufman's screenplay yet. Yes, Donald Kaufman's working on a screenplay, which He's makes working... no sense because he doesn't exist, apparently. We're based it on uh, Robert McKee's story structure. Yeah. And his very clear <laughs> principles. I did love when he stuck the principles on Charlie Kaufman's... <laughs> Over Charlie's desk. Charlie rips it off. You shouldn't have done that. (laughs) 
Yes, so Donald Kaufman's The Three. The Three. It's, it's not... Charlie's takedown of high-concept 90s horror thrillers. So it's not based on any particular one? Because no, I was trying just... to... Back when I thought that this was all real. You were trying to work out what it could have been. I was trying... Yeah. No, it's just a, a fuck you to things like The Bone Collector mm. and... Uh, Sub Silence of the Lambs. Well, it's Silence of the Lambs meets Psycho, apparently. Mm. Is yeah. the script. Yes, exactly. So it's about a serial killer who dresses up as a woman who is who is very literate. Yeah, who keeps people in their basement. The woman who's prison kept prison. The woman who's trying to discover where this no, who finds letters that this literate serial killer has been leaving. Yeah, who who is now taken prisoner in his basement, and the police officer trying to hunt the serial killer. The serial killer is is uh, taking chunks of body chunks of people and making them eat it he is the deconstructor yeah. he's literally making people eat themselves and, and the twist the of it all is they're all one person as multiple personalities so he's feeding himself to himself the entire time he's slowly killing himself by making him feed himself they're all parts of one human being how I so there'll be a horse chase with a <laughs> <Yeah>. motorbike <laughs> where the serial killer and the woman are being chased by the police officer on a motorbike by a horseback I would actually love to see it, but I, I can't You would know imagine. you'd be angry when you watch the film and watch the twist to go, this is now you see me all over again. <laughs> this literally makes no sense. Now you see me three, come in. Someone 26. Now you see me, colon, the three. <laughs> um, Mark Ruffalo from Spotlight is a serial killer, a woman, and a police officer. Speaking of which, another, another great line, I need a cool way to kill people. Donald Calford. <laughs> He's on his A game. Um, do you know what? I did actually write a question uh, because back when I... Back when you thought it was all yeah, true. I wrote... Uh, I wonder who wrote whose dialogue because I knew it was written by Charlie Kaufman and Donnie Kaufman. As it says on the front. And I was thinking, I wonder if they wrote each other's or they wrote their own. And so then it turns out one wrote both because neither <laughs> exist. Neither exist. Neither Charlie will be so yeah. horrified to find out he doesn't exist because he's working with that problem his entire life. <laughs> he's always in an existential funk. How was this perceived? Uh, not as big as being John Malkovich. Being what John Malkovich was this clear, big, grand moment in dark, crazy, weird comedy cinema. Mm. This was the follow-up, the difficult follow-up. Was it just too much for people? I think it was, yeah, it's a lot to take in. People yeah. are, weren't, yeah, they were anticipating Mindfuck and then they watch it and go, uh, uh, because it, it's kind of, it's both really weird and quite safe yeah. in its own way. It doesn't go heady heights of visual craziness. So it just leaves you to look at a plot mm. and character and try and work things out in that sense. So it's just, it kind of, it feels different it feels weird because it's so grounded in reality visually and but how does the writer of the orchid thief feel you know i would imagine given the fact that you know the film exists okay yeah yeah because i'd be a bit pissed off someone's come, someone comes and wants to write a movie about my book and then he sticks himself in it and makes it all about himself I would imagine there's a lot of conversations before that where they're making, you know, they're working together yeah. and building it up and joking around on that idea and seeing how far Charlie would go. Because I, I did have certain issues sometimes. Every now and then, I was just like, this feels a bit too self-indulgent. He's... Yeah, I love it like that. But yeah, no. I mean, but it's, then it's it subsided, and I was like, no, I do like the self-indulgence. But then every, just every now and then, it it came back, and I was like, no, this is he's been too much. He, he's been too dicky with it. And it was like, you know. <laughs> But it's it's impossible to make a film about the orchid thief because there's no story there. There's no yeah. struggle. Yeah, you've got to make it about flowers. You just got to make it about flowers. He doesn't even know if he likes flowers. Yeah. But it was definitely an interesting one. This is, yeah, it's one of the most interesting ones we've seen. This adaptations and inspired process. It means how you survive in the world. How, how good is that? It means how you survive in the world. It's... Yeah. When you think about that. That's... It, it is one that makes so you think. This is the second week where it's been a film that's like really knocked me. You after... are what you love, not what loves you. 
Yeah. That's a great line. That was a nice line. That's a real nice line. My one passion is to feel as passionate about something as others do. Yeah. That is twinged with sadness and despair within itself. Yeah. It's a great core for Meryl Streep's character. And for everyone's character. I did characters. like Meryl Streep's character. Her, her, her arc, you know. Hmm. Um, there was one point towards the end where I felt like it was it was lingering too long on her arc. Right. But for the most part, I think they gave the us... The New York segment. Um, or post-New York in the swamps. In the swamps, I think. Right. Where it's um, after you've had the Robin McKee story where everything has to be set, where has now structurally been set out straight for you, which yeah, is why Donald Kaufman th- gets involved in the film. Yeah, isn't it? And then he says, then they go we're going to go to New York. Yeah, he flies them out to New York to work together yeah. on the script. No, yeah, and then uh, Donald checks the porn site and says, no, no, we've got to we've follow got to this follow. up. Yeah. And then it goes to the swamp. Yeah, it goes to the swamp. And it felt like it was going, it was staying too long on that because I was like, well, no, I want to, now I'm, I'm ready to go back. Um, I think... But that's not how a good story would be structured. There has to be there has to be love interest. There has to be violence. There has to be yeah. drugs. It has to be sexed up. Yeah. Everything that Charlie was, you know, yeah. opening scene doesn't want to do. Yeah. As soon as he invites Robert McKee into his life and Donald Kaufman back. Yeah. No, I did like. I the... love. I love that structure. Yeah. Yeah. And then as soon as that's done, back to awkward Charlie Kaufman fumbling again. Yeah. So perfect. Yeah, it was because it is just enough to be there. Yeah. Now, we haven't mentioned Chris Cooper. Chris Cooper. Who won an Oscar for his performance. Yeah, I noticed that. Um, really cool. I wouldn't have given him the Oscar. Well, that's not I mean, fair. Chris like, Cooper's a brilliant Well, of the, of the people in it, I think Nicolas Cage was more worthy. Was he at least nominated? I think he was nominated. Yeah. It's the whole... Um, it's the... Uh, it's the Reese, uh, Reese Witherspoon uh, thing all over again. That she's really good sometimes, but not in the times that she gets nominated. That when she wins, it should have been the other person. Ron Kirkman, to quote Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story, one of the great films about a died a recently deceased country musician who really changed the goalposts in all of country and rock and music. What was Reese Witherspoon, Witherspoon in anyway? Walk the win? line. So what? Walk the line. It was a spoof of Walk Hard. Mm. Why would you spoof that film? That film was perfect. Why would you try and mock it? I know, mate. It's ridiculous. Who directed that crap? Some hack, probably. I am not getting involved in this Someone anymore. Someone who would I probably make a terrible film out of a Wolverine story. <laughs> or who would make a mediocre 310 to Yuma, maybe. Or who would squander a perfectly great title like untitled Tom Cruise Cameron Diaz comedy. What a great title that is. Why would you squander that into something I don't know, called Night and Day? Knight and Day. Yeah, exactly. Here's a right Knight. <laughs> Adaptation. 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 What do we do? Do you want to ask me a question? What do we do? In, no, I mean, in the end of oh, right. this whole thing. What, what is it? Where, How where do we end we? it? I mean, I don't want to do voiceover. That's just hacking. <laughs> but at the same time, no, we should. We should go to a podcasting class first and find out how... Get do. Mark Maron to tell us how to do podcasting. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Get cats in a garage. That's fine. <laughs> this is a nice clip of Mark Maron from his recent uh, lecture about podcasting and the history of podcasting. Lock the gates. He's back again. <laughs> do you want me to ask you the question? Are you desperate to finish this film? I'm, no, I'm not. Do you not, not want to link any further it. into um, the swampy Florida Caribbean yeah, nightlife? It's still. I'm still going over it in my mind and probably still will for the next week or two. You'll be hunting this like a ghost orchid. Yeah. You might never see one. And if you do, it might just be a flower. Yeah, it might just the be. End of the day. I was hoping it would end it there. Which is like, oh, it's just a flower. Mm. And then just, just credits. That wouldn't be Nicolas Cage's story. Yeah, but it would have been a good way to end it, I think. But it ends so perfectly. Yeah. Yeah, no, it does. Imagine me and you. I, I do. do. I think about it every night. I can't remember the lesson. So, Johnny. Yes. The important question. Are you mad about this movie? Are you, you, you mad sitting here watching this? Or are you, as you so call it, movie mad? I feel like you've asked me that before, you know. Oh, I, uh, I ask you every week. That's kind of our yeah. thing. Hacky premise. Touche. Uh, I am movie mad. I am 
but it it was a it was a gnarly trip along the way. <laughs> Wait a second, sorry. Do we, are we back in the nineties now? Are you, yeah. Are you a California surfer? Totally, dude. I mean, well, don't have radical. a towel. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Do not bring Bart Simpson into your <laughs> treasure trove of awful catchphrases. I can remember you didn't like that, did you? Annoyed grunt. <laughs> um, but yeah, I am movie mad about this um, movie that you're mad yes. about for being good in the yes. good, in the good sense of movie mad. Yeah, it it gave me all the right feelings. Oh, hashtag spotlight. Yeah, it's all the right feelings. Of course, is uh, a place where you can get all the wrong feelings if you uh, have a Star Wars fetish and like Spotlight. <laughs> I don't even know where to. That's that's why they have to get the professionals in. Yeah, because you will never know, but they do. They know exactly <laughs> the right spots. You know, Disney's cheese light. Nicholas Cage, Zach Galifianakis, Will Arnett in Disney's Chief Spot. It's about a bunch of guinea pigs who are spies who are sent in to be sex slaves to evil terrorists. Did you actually see Gene? No. I wish it was on the TV before Robot Wars the other week. <laughs> and I watched the last five minutes of it and it's just the most worst thing you can imagine. I was going to go see it in the cinema. I actually yeah. had a ticket. I sat down and had my 3D glasses ready and everything. And I was thinking, why am I doing this? I don't want to be here. And then the trailer started and the surround sound wasn't working. So I uh, got my money back and went to see Taking a Pen and 1, 2, 3 again instead. That's a good film. Well, the surround sound was working. Yeah. Which is important for a Tony Scott film. I'm Tony Scott. Man, it feels weird that he's gone. Yeah, so we're definitely not recording on the weekend of his anniversary of his death. And so I, you know, I definitely have not had the misfortune of not being able to watch Man on Fire like I do every year. Oh. This, this, this time. My bad. <laughs> Because I have no time in the first place, because I had ah. to go and see things like Nine Lives. Jesus. <laughs> and see Jesus, yeah. It is a Sunday. It yeah. is a Sunday. Spotlight. Spotlight. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's October. Yes. We'll forget about Spotlight to celebrate Halloween. Yeah. Mm. And more importantly, Nicolas Cage. My birthday. No. Yeah. No, Nicolas Cage is more important than you. Nicolas Cage is more important than anything. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Happy birthday, Johnny. Oh. I don't really care. I'm just being paid to act. We're like two weeks early, but still. Oh, I'm always early. <laughs> I'm always early, but except with creditors, we're always late. But I love geodes. It's cool. I love rocks. I love rocks. Rocks and fossils. They're so fascinating. They're really old and come from the earth like me. I'm a coupler. But not one of the cool ones. I don't own a vineyard. I own a castle. Bath. What? Bath. He owns the castle and bath. Yeah, bath. <laughs> he did the Christmas I... lights once. No. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> Go online, you can find it. Wow, I am. It was lo- It was a local, so he did the Christmas lights opening. In bath. <laughs> That's. Yeah. That is hey, not everyone. surprising. Merry Christmas. Click. Yeah, that's good. I'm gonna go get drunk. That's that's both. Hey, everyone, remember, don't forget to pay the ghost. Yeah. <laughs> That's both surprising and not surprising at the same time. It's wonderfully sad. It's and just wonderfully helpful. Nicolas Cage. Star of the Wicker Man. The good Wicker Man. <laughs> I haven't seen that in years. The, what, the good one? Yeah. Good. Watch it again. Now. I will. Because it's good. But what are we watching next week? Next week, we're sticking with the Kaufman universe in some way. Really? Hmm. See, I actually know what we're watching next week, I but know. I didn't know about that. Kaufman it, universe. It's, it's not... It's not a Kaufman movie but right. it's something directed and written by someone who has worked with Kaufman before ah ok right so if you're excited good and while you wait I guess you could uh, I don't know reverse this or the podcast all the way back to start and play it again yeah would be a good way to do it help, yeah. help. it would be very nice yeah polite mannered yeah if you would reverse this podcast yeah but I don't know what we're watching next week don't be rude about it no That'd be awful. Yeah. The only thing you should be rude about is, you know, yeah, when, you're talk, when you're talking to a priest, be rude. <laughs> don't be rude and, like, fast forward anything. Yes. <laughs> well, just before Johnny tries to root it entirely because he doesn't understand. He... It's a mechanic. <laughs> Resurrection. <laughs> Sorry, res erection. Thank you very much, Jason Statham. Ho, ho, ho. That's my French impression. I'm good at French. <laughs> just way, Gillum way. <laughs> 
Voulez-vous que je avec moi ce soir? Okay, Idiot. I think, I think we need to end it now before Yeah, because you I just got really, really... Butcher any more languages. No offense. Das Vidania. Oh, my God. <laughs> Via con bloody Dios. See, even when we stop, you could continue. So it's just me that has to... Si, senor. <laughs> das ist sehr gut. Okay, I'm going to save everyone. <laughs> Where can we find you? For ist die Biblioteca. <laughs> ja. Danke, Shane. <laughs> oh, you want to know where you can find me? Where? Oh, English now. Good. Yeah. Where can we find you? At Ethan Randa. <laughs> Ethan Randa. Ethan Randa. Yeah. Okay. Yes, it's there. Very good. It's Russian. Russian German. Yeah, at Ethan Randa on Twitter. That's where I am. That's where you find me most days. And I am. I don't at... care where you are. That's oh, what I'm asking. No one cares. No, because no, no, I'm the important one. <laughs> My name's before yours in the title, in the open, in the pictures. So you know. You're useless. You mean nothing to me. O Vienna. Where can we find you, Johnny? If we have to find you online. <laughs> where should you avoid? Um, well, I mean, where, yeah, where, what places should I avoid? Because you know the internet well. What's at... the dark web like? Ah, <laughs> oh, you never saw Nerve. <laughs> no, I saw Spotlight. Is it the same thing? Yeah. May as well. Just yeah. Dave Franco, just fingering children. <laughs> Uh, I am... <laughs> and everyone's watching and making paying for it you know that's what, the, that's what it's about yeah. right yeah people on an online app asking other people to touch children for them yeah yeah okay that makes sense because the internet. priests have found we found a new, a new social media app to work yeah. for them wonderful um, I am on twitter at movie underscore mad but where can we where can they find both of us well I would assume you're referring to our twitter page for yes. this podcast which is are you movie underscore mad yeah well, I ask the question every week, are you movie mad? And you keep saying, yes, I am. Look at my username. It's really annoying. <laughs> That's a fun game you play on Twitter. <laughs> and, um... Do you want to get in contact with us? Yes. Email us, maybe. Yeah. Well, that's areyoumoviemad at hotmail.com to send us anything you want to say to us. Be nice. Or not. You know what? It's a free world. It's a free economy. Hashtag Brexit. <laughs> And we also have a... This is where you come in, because yes. I don't understand any of this technology. We have an Instagram. We have a Snapchat. Which is... We um, have a Mowgli. <laughs> I don't know what these things are. Um, I'm old. Which is at movie underscore mad. Oh, same as the Twitter. Yeah. Same, same as the Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. And I'm on Instagram on my own, on my lonesome. Oh. What do you do on your movie lonesome? Movie underscore mad. Is it a lot of Philip Seymour Hoffman impressions? Yes. Yeah. Well, no, that's what I do at home. Well, you can do that at home and on Instagram. That's how it works. Well, yeah, I print. You don't out have to pictures. go to an office to go online anymore. I print out Johnny. the pictures and have them postcard style, and I need something to stick them up with. And you make sure that Chris Cooper can put them off onto his porn website. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Johnny. Well, what do you do on the Instagram for our podcast? Because this is an audio thing. There's no visual element to this. Ah, uh, well, it's just pictures of blackness, darkness, darkness. What is there? Is there anything? Do we truly exist? Should I tell them or Are we should Donald I? Kaufman's? I th- I think you should uh, go check it out yourself. What it's Lazy. kind of like is it's it's information about the film Nine Lives and fun puns about cats. Meow that hurts, for instance. <laughs> That's what we do. We're we're promoting Nine Lives. We also um give on out Blu-ray happy... and video on demand very shortly. We have we also give out happy birthday uh, posts for stars of Nine Lives, like. Uh, Christopher Walk. He had his birthday? Yeah. We birthday. Birthday. I'm sorry, I'm not part of the uh, social media team on that. Wait, Jennifer Garner's probably up next. Do you know who is part of the social media? Go on. Who? Just the cat. Just the cat. Yeah. Just the just cat. The cat walking around on the at, at just the cat. At just the on cat. On twitter.com. Yeah, it probably is someone. On. I'm going to look for that. At yeah, just the cat. Furry. <laughs> when, we, when we put this one out, we, we can promote it going, oh... We mentioned at just the cat. Yeah, uh, and then, then we've the got one one point five million followers <laughs> that, that parody account has. Come it, to us. Yeah, yeah, it's probably a Chris Rock joke. Exactly. Yeah. Next week we should talk about Will Ferrell or Phil Will. Make a Family Guy joke. Be fine. Yeah. Charlie Day quotes. <laughs> that's always good. Anyway, until next week when we're doing something that something has done but something has not done but we never know. We'll find out soon. Mind fuck like Charlie Kaufman. <laughs> we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Are You Movie Mad is part of the Podnose Network, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network. Produced and edited by Andrew Jones, executive producer George Grimwood. 
find out more about Podnose's network, go to www.podnose.com.